0: Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Beautiful, I Am Colored. My name is Evelyn, and I'm the author and creator of the podcast that goes by that same name. I'm so honored and grateful that you have returned to hear more insights and perspectives that I have gained um, throughout my week. This week, um, no different than any other week, except we have two weeks of catch-up, essentially, because I was out last week, um, spending some mushy needed time with family. But this week, um, I thought it important to bring back on, um, you know, he makes cameo appearances every now and then, at least for those of you who have listened to my podcast, uh, my significant other, my partner, my husband of 26 plus years, uh, Marlon Barnes, Um, and we're going to talk about a topic that I think is very near and dear to people who are in our age group, and that is parenting young adults in those seasons and so we're going to talk and just discuss amongst each other um, and of course ultimately to you um, about some of the things that we're learning um, thus far. Um, Definitely not a comprehensive list at all because we are still in this season of life but just know that because we also are looking for other parents who are in the same field it's important sometimes to put yourself out there first so that you can attract others of like mind. So I hope you enjoy today's show. The chair sitting next to me will be filled with my husband after we come back. Um, but we're not gonna deviate from shout outs and thank yous. It's just this week, I will have a co-host. So I'll be right back. And we're back. So um, for those of you who have not had the opportunity to um, hear Marlon and I conversate before, um, I would encourage you to go and listen to uh, my podcast, which does not have the video accompaniment to it, but um, the applicable links to get to that are in the description box. Um, that way you can learn more about us. Uh, funny short story is that we actually used to have a YouTube channel for a very brief period um, called The Progression of Us, where we kind of just share like some tips um, after being married. I was gonna say it for so long, but it's really not, it's relative, right? To who you're talking to? No, that was it was 25 years. Well, we're 26, and well, yeah, changed now.
1: We was doing a show.
0: It was 20. You're right. You're right. It was our 25th uh, year of being married. <laughs> so not just together, not it's much longer than that of us being together. But we have been married now for 26 half, 26 and a half years or so. Um, and from time to time, I kind of beg and plead for him to come on. It he should. You see that shake off. It's a beg and plead for him to come on and help me through certain conversations that I feel like can have both a balancing approach or a harm or harmonization, if you will, with the commentary. And because um, we have did this thing called parenting and still are um, to date, I thought it'd be fitting to have Marlon back on the show. He is always a gem um, and drop nuggets. Um, just so you know. Um, typically you know that i do not script very many things i typically have like a topic and then i like to free flow in order to maintain um, the most authenticity associated with what we present to you and so this week will be no different but before we get started i do like to start with a segment i call shout outs and thank yous and that's just where you share or well, where i typically share today we will be sharing um something that um you're grateful for. And it could be a person, place, thing, or idea, but anything that you're grateful for, um, for the week. So for this week's shout outs and thank yous for me, um, I have actually a lot, but I'll try to keep my list short. Um, If you've been listening to me for a while on the podcast, you'll know I have been looking for work since I graduated from law school. And so I'm so pleased and happy to announce that um, by the time most of you uh, see this video or hear this podcast, um, I will have started uh, my new position. Now, will I ever talk to you in detail about what I do? Probably not. Um, and that's just because I just believe in boundaries. I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm not. I believe in some things should be separate. And if you listen to me for a while, that should come of no surprise to you. But I did want to share that I have finally have something, and I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful for health and wellness Um it's very important and i have enjoyed my workout still and grateful um that i have the opportunity to move my body um and not take it for granted so i'll leave it at that um those are my two biggest things that i will share with you this week and that gave my spouse a little bit of time to think about no,
1: I, I was shaking my head over here one because, thing no i was shaking my head because <laughs> first you did two Okay. And the second one that you did is the one that I was going to pick, which is I'm grateful for a sound mind mm-hmm. and my well-being. You mm-hmm. know, um, health is something that people take for granted, but um, it's a valuable, it's, it's probably our most valuable asset. Uh, as you
0: journey through life, you need to be a sound mind and healthy body. So mm-hmm. um, I'm grateful for that. Okay. thank you for sharing and you're right i probably did say one thing but it's beautiful i'm color which i kind of just do what i want and so i'm not trying to be disrespectful i'm just saying like sometimes multiple things come out when i say it should be one i get it regardless i'm so thankful that you're here for this topic today okay today's topic parenting young adults now i have already told marlon that I'm not going to take up more than 30 minutes of his time. So I'm going to try to my best to honor that so that he will come back because once he gets to talking, you'll see why I love talking with him. I love having discussions and um, again, I'm so grateful. All jokes aside, I'm so grateful um, to be able to spend life with this guy right here. I'm not trying to shame no, you. You're not I'm just, I'm the feeling afraid.
1: is mutual. I'm the grateful. feeling is definitely mutual. Okay. Definitely.
0: All right, so let's cascade right into um, today's topic. And I wanna just start by saying like some of the things that because we were teen parents, um, I would say that we looked forward to the day that um, we were empty nesting for a very long time. And so the day came some months back, for those of you who listen to my podcast, you'll know that I actually said I was gonna start a series Called empty nesting, like where Marlon and I shared over a series of weeks, you know, what we like, what we don't like, et cetera. Well, that season of life was short lived um, because we have one who is back at home, which we're grateful for. But I did want to touch on some of the expectations, maybe, and some probably of the mindsets that weren't necessarily accurate for us to have in terms of parenting um, young adults. With that being said i want to open it up marlon and just talk about and let you say like maybe one or two things that you anticipated about like empty nesting or not excuse me not empty nesting young adults uh and parenting of young people um hmm. and let me just tell you because i know people will want to know um the ages of our it's hard to say children because i always think of a little yeah. person yeah. but the ages of our young adults are um 27 24 twenty-one and
1: twenty-two, 22. so yep. so the question was
0: what are some of the things like that you kind of like thought it would be like to like parent like young adults and what are some of those things like what would you say like that we've experienced that may have not necessarily been accurate for this season of life
1: man it, it may sound like i'm copping out but um this is about what I imagined, just about. Really? Mm-hmm. Because you always hear, you know, you hear, and people have said this. I can't say sp- specifically that my parents said this, but I know people close to me have said, wait till they get older or wait till they, you know, whatever. You can fill in the blank with wait until. Mm-hmm. And so um, those things, like wait until they get of a certain age, you'll see type of thing. Um, that theme kind of rings true and what i feel like has happened in in the children becoming young adults right is uh you know people say stuff like the way you were when you was coming up Mm -hmm. you know you will you'll see it in your children type of thing Mm -hmm. so because i've heard that theme so much i feel like um you know not anticipating the actual events that that has occurred and things that have gone on with each of them individually uh, but just collectively, the theme of what it would be like to deal with young adults. Yeah, this is about. This is about right. Okay. The only, the only thing that I took for granted, and I think we both have taken for granted, is how young we were, mm-hmm. and and almost because we chose to marry and have have a family so young, um, how much we had to. Um, have a mindset of doing everything on our own. I think that's the only difference that, that's the the only thing that has caught me off guard a little bit is that um, the way we approach adulthood because Mm -hmm. of our family was Mm -hmm. like, this is what you do, right? Mm -hmm. You get to a certain point you cast out and you do what you got to do when you don't look back. Mm And um, that mentality has not necessarily been, um, that's not, They want their freedom, but that type of mentality, Mm -hmm. that type of mentality where I'm going to make it work, I'm going to figure it out, like I'm going. um, The adventurous side of it, yes, but some of the responsibility of that and things of that nature, not so much. And
0: Mm -hmm. I don't want to go too far with that, because in the end,
1: we kind of had to do that because of the situation, right? I mean, young family, Mm -hmm. we had like, it was just certain moves that just had to be made. So that's what I would say for me.
0: Okay. Um, I'm a bit different, and that I think I imagine that they wouldn't need us as much, mm-hmm. and what I found is that they probably need us about the same as they needed us like in ten years, and so I don't mean from a standpoint of like um needing us to do like you know. The, the goings and the comings that occur with 10 years and high school, high school games and all that. Sure. Um, but what I mean like just to be there, to talk out things, like I didn't, I don't think I anticipated that as much as I should have. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an area right now that I'm learning that um, as much as I like to give to this audience, all the more important is me giving and spending time with you know my young adults and then also knowing that they are all different so we have um two two guys two girls and they are all different and their communication styles are all different yeah. and then just kind of learning where to to meet them in terms of you know coaching opportunities you know like giving them advice um being able to listen without judging which i'll say is hard for me because not necessarily judging but i like to problem solve like when they come to us with stuff i just want to figure out how to solve it and i'm at the beginning stages of learning that they don't always want you to solve it they just want to get it out and so which is hard as a parent it's very hard and i think one of the things that helped me growing up was because i was from such a huge family my mom is one of ten like if I didn't go to my mom, I always had other family members mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe were closer in age, um, like my aunts, you know, 10 years older than me, which essentially kind of can fall into that that sibling, you know, age range. And so basically I had that community type of um, community or the, what's the saying? It takes a village. I had that community or village type of upbringing. And so I had multiple people to go to. And I think one of the things that was, to your point, that was very unique about us is because we got married so young and also, plus we moved around to a lot of different places, it truly was just us mm-hmm. without having the benefit, or burden, however you look at it, the benefit of, um. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, of having, you know, family members around or cousins or whatever, you know, right. those discussions that you would have, you know, yeah. Um, and so I would say that that's, that's, um, one major thing, I think also too, and I want to bring this into the conversation, the social media piece. So, which is something that of course, if you are, what are we, Gen X, right? I don't know. According to the people who do these things, these labels.
1: I think we're in between whatever, whatever's after Gen X and Gen X, I think we're, okay. I mean,
0: I know we know. Give or
1: take five, 10 years, you could you can kind of make a case for
0: either one. I see. Well, I think, I think we're I think. Gen X-ish, even though that's not necessarily an accurate label. The bottom line is this. When we were growing up, and I've talked to you about this before, we are like the generation that has the benefit of knowing old world stuff as well as new world stuff. So what do I mean by that? I know how to use a phone book. I know what a payphone is. I actually have used one before. I know what
1: um the Dewey Decimal System man come
0: on you know I know about that Um, but then I also know about the internet and Google Drive and ordering um, groceries or packages you know um, definitely probably intermediate to advanced level in dealing with you know some of the communication um, options on right. um, that the kids have now but the social media piece is I feel like has been somewhat of a curse ish um for the younger generation because they don't have the benefit of having what is yeah. it like without it because the internet was just getting popular like when we were in high school like i remember yeah. how expensive it was because we showed not have nobody's internet till like after long after i graduated now that i think about it yeah that, sure. that first gateway computer was like three thousand dollars on credit
1: it was you remember that
0: yeah, and so so yeah so oh, wow yeah i don't want to get get off task too much but i do think that social media piece and then this that instant like it, it makes it seem like things come so yeah. fast and that and that there is no really no time lag in between let's say an objective or a goal and the moment you set it Versus the moment you reach it. The social media makes it seem as if that time has shrunk and that things happen instantaneously, which of course we know is a lie. But I will say that I am concerned that social media for a lot of young people is very damaging. Um,
1: Social media is damaging for everybody. It's not just the young people. That's good. And um, the way I look at it, is it's interactive the, there's a difference right with television and radio it's one-sided like the signal is being pushed out mm-hmm. and you you hear it or you watch it right okay now and what I mean by interactive is that in social media unlike television you can just click the the heart in real time like you see a picture mm-hmm. and you can like it Okay. You, can put, you can do the mm-hmm. thumbs up mm-hmm. um you can comment you can mm-hmm. click the heart so it's inner it's engaging people it's adding a different sense right mm-hmm. watching television listening mm-hmm. to the radio it, right you interpreting or you're watching with the eyes now it's taking a whole other sense you watch with the eyes you're hearing and you getting to interact with it mm-hmm. almost in real time if you go live and stuff like that right okay so the the reward system, you know, internally, the way humans are wired, mm-hmm. the reward system of being able to interact and get the instant gratification mm-hmm. uh psychologically mm-hmm. is they notice, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, and
0: you know, but, maybe but somebody you're talking about the creators of this? yeah, so sure. um, yes.
1: someone know. watching this who know yeah, all the yeah. technical um the jargon that goes with it, because you I know I know this. Mm-hmm. I know this. And and so there is there's something that's going on um like in at the core of us when we are on social media mm-hmm. and it's changing us. Mm-hmm. Like we're we're meta, you know, we're we're changing, we're going through a metamorphosis and the more we engage, we're like the population is turning into something else. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of that is in fact,
0: in fact just to just to validate that point, in fact, it rewards you the more you're in it. Yes. So, And I can say this about myself, because honestly, I'm not trying to be in the machine past the level of comfort and banners that I have in place. But I noticed like with Instagram or whatever, like the more you post is almost like the more you engage, the more you reward it, whether it's the likes, whether it's the comments whether it's um the youtube notification saying your channel is getting more traction than it typically does whatever the wording is some of y'all youtube people are much more advanced than i am but the bottom line is is that you're absolutely right and so i just think that because i'm in my mid-40s like and my mindset is kind of general to a degree like i know you can have shifts and changes but it's jail to a certain degree um i can forego certain things like Okay, I don't care if I'm if I ain't getting no view, like you know what I'm saying, it's just what it is, but for 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 a lot of people, it's not it's not as easy, you but know what I'm saying?
1: It, yeah, but I don't I don't wanna I don't I don't I wanna be careful in how I speak of it because you know along with what I just described and what's happening technology-wise and how it's interactive and the reward systems it's also a cultural dynamic that's involved as well that's true and so that's true you know like to be isolated from that it's it's like going back and you know you can't listen to the radio you can't watch the videos you can't anything that's popular in pop culture, right? Mm-hmm. It'll be like stripping that away from you back in the day. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so not only, so you got a culture mm-hmm. dynamic and then everybody's interacting with the social media, right? So if you cut your someone out, if you get cut out, like depending on how engaged you are right. in social media like that is, is it could be isolating and lonely is what I assume. Mm-hmm. So, so this thing is like the connectivity of it, the, mm-hmm. the way it becomes one with, with, people i feel like mm-hmm. um we'll look back in history and they'll they'll be defining this and saying how critical this was to wherever we're going because mm-hmm. you can't help but consider the fact that it's engaging us at a different level and mm-hmm. as we continue to go into virtual and all these mm-hmm. other things it's going to pick up right mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. um but you know on the maybe on, on a more positive side of things i i think um, whether it's hard or not, I think
0: everyone needs to have a plan for themselves to know how to pull themselves out or mm-hmm. to get in tune with, with whatever they need to get in tune with. Uh, because the more this accelerates, I, you just can imagine what else may come out of it. Right. right. And so, yeah.
1: But so, but I mean, social media is a big, 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 big
0: deal. With that, with that part being said, in terms of, you know, yeah, using it, but also realizing that you need to take a break. I know one of the things that I've told the kids and the the young adults um, is that sometimes just put it down, yeah. you know, just for a while. I think they call it the young people call it the ghosting, ghost for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To where to where you're not. And I even had to do this for myself because initially, like I was saying, okay, I'm gonna commit to post one thing every single day. mm that's too much for me. Mm-hmm. That is too much for me. And it was starting to feel burdensome. You know what I'm saying? That's like true. it, it was starting to take the joy out of what I was doing. I was like, no. And I get it, because there are several people that have playbooks on this thing and everything. And I get it. And if this is your number one breadwinner, you might have to do that. But this is not for me. And so I had to say no when I'm led. You know what I'm saying? I'll be on there, but I'm not gonna be on here day in day out, two or three times. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm and so i've encouraged the um young adults as well like just lay off of it sometimes you know don't go to sleep with and we've been doing this you know for years at least don't go to sleep with your phone right beside your head Mm. you know put your phone over on the nightstand or if you can outside the room buy an old school clock for if you need help waking up instead of using your phone for alarm time and all that um to help um i want to transition now because i do want to honor the thirty-minute window that um, I told you I was going to honor, and I want you to just think about or share one or two, whatever you feel like to do. Like things that you feel like, like right now in terms of like us where we are with with our children and our offspring and the varying stages of life that they're all at. Like, what is one thing that you feel like is going well with them?
1: I I think that. Um, I think at the core, the fundamental behaviors that have, I feel like that have made us successful, which resilience, structure, Mm -hmm. hard work, Mm -hmm. um, um, spirituality, Mm -hmm. I think there are some core fundamental things that they I really do believe that the core they picked up on and it's sh- and it's showing up in at various times within their lives. Mm-hmm. I think our parents would probably say the same thing about us in the sense of those traits. Those traits, um mm-hmm. those traits that made them successful and the things they've been able to do. Um, I'm sure they would say they see some of those traits in us. And as I'm watching them, I see those traits. Even 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 though I know there's more to develop. I see the signs, Mm -hmm. when I see them, I see the signs, even, even in how I have behaved, you know, in my good and in my bad, I see those signs of resilience. And that gives me hope Mm -hmm. that makes, I feel like that has gone well. And now how I I, want to believe that we modeled that as we live, live our lives Mm -hmm. as young adults. I don't know exactly how they picked up on them. It could just be transferable, or from a hereditary standpoint, whatever it is. But I see it, and uh, I feel like that. What I feel like that connectivity of um, being able to advance that within them um, has gone really well. And I think that as they're journeying through their life, I think I'm seeing each one of them adapt in various ways, and mm-hmm. I continue to look forward to seeing them. Like because because there's the thing you know. People see us today, but if you would have looked at at us 15 years ago or 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, you would see you would see a glimpse of some of the things that may have manifested it manifested in a stronger way today.
0: Yeah,
1: you would see glimpses of that now, but you probably wouldn't have saw the full version of it.
0: Definitely. And not. so that's I see that I, I, when I'm talking to them, I'm hearing certain things, I'm seeing certain things, certain phrases
1: where I'm like, hmm i remember when i was like that right and so um i think that's that has gone well and 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 i believe in that Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. that was good i think i agree with you and i think one of the things that's going well right now is the ability for me to just acknowledge that some when i don't know Mm -hmm. something like be vulnerable enough to say like i know a lot but I don't know and I don't know how to do this right now but what I can do is we can figure it out you know we can we whatever it is we can work it out and I'm, I'm very thankful that I'm at that place you know what I'm saying right now where sometimes I might be crying right alongside you because you know I don't know and the comfortability to feel like I don't always have to be like that strong that strong mom you know what I'm saying when I feel like I can't Come in and rescue and make all things better, you know, because most moms and dads want to come in and we want to make things better, <laughs> make things smooth. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that we we don't learn like that yeah, it's, as humans. No, you know what I am no, saying no,
1: It's a mistake. I mean, I, I think the the one thing that I would say about parenting, uh, and this is coming. I mean, if, I, I'm not even. I wasn't gonna give a disclaimer like, well, this is not. we have got everything figured out. Yeah, but I'm. <laughs> Disclaimers I'm working on just not giving, if you know, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> as I look at, you know, just the parenting, I think that it's important to know that you're not going to always be able to save the day. The truth of the matter is, is that we all learn through our experiences, mm-hmm. uh, opportunities, doors open, doors close, mm-hmm. things happen. Mm-hmm. It's called life.
0: It is. And
1: so, thinking that you're going to always be there to save them is, is, is unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what they say the Eagle kicks the bird out the nest and let them fall and stuff and then mm-hmm. save them at the end. I don't know how, I think there's a, a thing that happens when they're getting them out of the nest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think there's a reality about life. And I think you have to be careful not to stand in the way of that too much for them. At the same time, you want to be there for advice. You want to be there to catch them. You want to mm-hmm. be there to reinforce them. Mm-hmm.
0: But you don't want to be. You don't want to
1: begin to become a crutch for right. for their ability to learn. Agreed. And in doing that, you as a parent, you have to be resilient in the sense that there's going to be some days where your heart going to hurt a little bit because you're like, man, I feel that heart hurt a lot. You're like, I feel that. You're <laughs> like, man, I feel that. I and I was hoping that that wouldn't necessarily be the path, but you know what? Here we are. Mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what, what are we doing now, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, mm-hmm. I think it's important to, to normalize that a little bit, right? Because look at, I mean, I, I said this to all my friends, people I talk to, it's like, look at well, look at you. Look at how, look at when you was 17, 22, 24, 26, mm-hmm. how, the things you had to discover that yeah. you know, like, right everyone has, it's like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Learning how to navigate life is a rite of passage. And having the wisdom of having parents or, or um, you know grandparents and family around you to speak to you and try and to, and to try to advise mm-hmm. is really all you can do is create that support, but not the crutch. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's something that you you <sighs> know ooh, that's, that's a, a balance. Yeah,
0: I was just about to say it's that's the fine line, and it's it not is. anything that that I slash we have mastered. Uh, by no stretch of the imagination. But it is something that I would say we're navigating through. And I like to leave people every week with some sense of hope and healing. That's my overall objective every week is that I leave the listener or the watcher um, with a sense of hope. I think we've done that with some of the things that we shared. I know we didn't get too in-depth with uh, providing examples specifically to uh what our kids are going through and that is intentional um if you've been listening to me for a while you know that that's a boundary um, that i have in place um because it's not some things are not my story to tell even though i have a role in the story it's not my story to tell and so i'm sensitive to that when it comes to um, our offspring um in the meantime um i do hope that you enjoyed this week i want to thank Marlon Barnes. He makes cameo appearances every now and then on the podcast or a video, and it's always a joy because he definitely adds strength to me. And so I'm thankful that he was here. Um, You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, of course. Um, And I appreciate you so much. Um, It's been a pleasure to be before you. As always, remember, especially you parents, even, the future you is waiting on you. Until next time, beautiful.